0: Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and IG, as the kids like to call it these days. And, of course, listen to us on your favorite podcast delivery system. We like to prop up Anchor, because uh, that is our anchor uh, system, if you will. Uh no. Bad dad joke yeah. right there um, for sure. And, of course, all the other ones, Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and and on and on and on and Google and Amazon and everything else. So <laughs> we're out there. You can find us. Search up Think Tank Sports. We'd love to hear from you. So today we uh, bring it on back and talk about the final four in the men's uh, NCAA tournament. More specifically, we're, we're going to talk about the championship game that just happened last night. Today's Tuesday, April 5th, the year 2022. Apparently, now I'm time stamping all of our uh, nice. podcasts starting yesterday. Um, so, yeah, we're talk briefly here, Mike, about the, the two semifinal games on Saturday. Um, not, not a lot to talk about, really, I don't think.
1: No, a minute 20 into my own podcast, and I finally get to talk. Thanks, Dave. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, No, the two games Saturday went exactly as one of us predicted, and exactly the opposite as the other one, Dave. Um, But I'll let you get to that in a second. They uh, were not instant classics, either one of them, by any means, unless you're a Kansas fan, because they just came out and took it to my Villanova Wildcats, and it was over early, and Villanova made a little run the second half to get to six. And Kansas just said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. And uh, it was all over. So, um, And then the other game, you know, I, I didn't partic- think was a particularly good game. Kind of a repeat of the season ender um, that North Carolina beat Coach K in as well. Um, but it did bury Coach K, Dave. Um, so he is now officially retired. How does that make you feel yes. on the inside? Yes. Give me an emoji. Fig-
0: yeah, no. yeah, figuratively not literally. Um, oh, said, you're not gonna like this one. I think the wheelchair is the emoji for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, oh, that's funny. and only and only because I saw and folks, if you didn't see this, I thought this was pretty hilarious and. Relatively in good taste, uh, many of the uh, perspective T-shirts that came out after this game, and one of them is Hubert Davis oh, yeah. uh, pushing Coach K in a wheelchair, and it says Coach K parentheses four oh one like he's retired. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a uh, it's a very funny T-shirt. Very
0: funny T-shirt. Yeah. Porsche. Yep. So that's why that's that's why I have the wheelchair emoji um, in my head there. Okay, um fine. The only thing I would say about this game is, is Duke's uh, foul shooting was bad—twelve of twenty—and uh, when you lose by four, uh, and there was multiple um, critical moments for foul shots. You know, Mark Williams missed a couple, and um, you know, that's really it. And it wasn't yep. a classic game like Mike said. Both teams. 40 basically 42 percent from the field so just just not uh not a compelling game i mean it was close in the second half which was nice um but it it wasn't compelling basketball um from my perspective anyway
1: no i agree i agree dave let me ask you a quick question before we move on um with coach k's retirement there's now a new coach with active career wins uh, in NCAA division one college men's basketball. Do you know who that coach is?
0: Uh, yes, I believe I do. And wow, Mike is teeing up the Syracuse talk for me. It would be none other than Syracuse's own James Arthur Bayheim. James
1: Arthur Bayheim, double dip Dave that rolled right off your tongue. Uh, of course that's correct. <laughs> Vacated or unvacated. The winds are the same. Um, Manley field house is close forever john thompson but right now Ooh. uh coach Beheim is uh top of the heap uh i don't know if that's a testament to his longevity it certainly is but also his uh ability to win uh long term so uh enjoy the spotlight uh do you think he'll do the retirement tour like coach k did this year get the full year of rocking chairs and
0: Uh, I mean, he, he has, you know, uh, Coach Beheim has did come out this year and say there is a plan for his retirement. Uh, he wasn't going to talk about it. Uh, my guess is he will put that out there and, um, Right. You know, that there will be schools that do it. Now, I think with Duke, it's a little bit different in Coach K because they've always been in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Syracuse in the Big East for the majority of Jim Boeheim's coaching career yep. and now in the ACC. So some of that's going to be a little different. I, it really honestly will depend on what games they have. Um, during that time, like, you know, they've played Georgetown every year. They try to continue to do that. If they're down in Georgetown, I'm sure Georgetown will do something, uh, as far as that goes, uh, or if they play Villanova or Connecticut, uh, you know, some of these Big East teams. I'm not sure a lot Let's of the ACC teams. Keep naming teams. them all. Seton Hall.
1: Who else? Providence. I don't know. I yeah, feel like we've got to keep naming them all. The yeah. Old Big East. St. Yeah. John's. Yeah. Did Boston you know, College. Boston St. John's College. is another yeah, one. They played yeah. In it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, some of those look Pittsburgh, Boston College. They're in the ACC. So yeah. you may see some stuff there, but uh, I would think. I just want to keep naming them all. Be, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, it, it's fine. I would think Georgetown for sure if they're playing them. Duke for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it, beyond beyond that, it really, it just really, really depends on who they're who they're playing that particular year and that uh, wraps up dome talk
1: uh, double dip dave and his comments not necessarily reflect the comments of management of think tank sports and its subsidiaries <laughs> uh thank you double dip dave for your uh, unhinged view uh let's get yes. to the championship we will <laughs> have
0: to yes yes and we will do that we will have to have a off-air discussion of who our subsidiaries are <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: uh well
1: in this case dave uh I don't know why I'm giving you a hard time. You're the one that got this championship game exactly right. So uh, take your victory lap, buddy.
0: Yeah, you know, for sure, none of us, I mean, well, Mike had Villanova all the way uh, from the beginning. Uh, I did not. All of my Final Four teams bowed out. But that being said, when we did look at the actual Final Four teams and not just predictions for the entire bracket. Uh, Mike had Duke versus Villanova with Villanova winning and I picked North Carolina versus Kansas with Kansas winning. So Mm -hmm. here's my victory lap. Ha ha. Told you so. Anyways, So what happened in this game, Dave? Yeah, you know, very interesting. uh, You know, there was a lot of talk uh, prior to about North Carolina, at least stuff that I heard about North Carolina being flat uh, because of all the emotional energy that they had to expend against Duke, uh, didn't see that uh, mm-hmm. really at all, Mike. Uh, the first, Dave, tell you me know, they, you caught they, the they...
1: electric Hubert Davis sideline interview. Oh, oh yes, okay, right. yes,
0: yes, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, right. we'll get to that. Okay, um, but yeah, I, North Carolina, you know, came came out. Gangbusters, gang blazers, whatever you want to say there, <laughs> um, showing no ill effects of playing against Duke, right. um, and you know jumped out to a big lead. Uh, you know, up what are they up? Thirteen at the half, I think forty to twenty-seven. I definitely believe. up
1: fourteen at the half. Yes.
0: Um, you know, so. The first half, uh, you know, the team struggled both a little bit, I think, starting out. I mean, North Carolina did hit some shots, but um, there was some struggles there. And then North Carolina really hit it. And Kansas, uh, quite honestly, they look like the team that had expended a lot of energy on Saturday night. Uh, And their, their game, you know, is based on these fast drives to the basket and really, you know, pushing not so much full court tempo. But the speed uh, with which they run their plays in the half court, um, and it just wasn't there. Uh, they were horrendous uh, right. in the first half. I think they showed at halftime uh, in the paint. They were six for twenty-one or five for twenty-one. Six think, uh, yeah. and yeah, and they just missed a lot of close shots. Uh, now, look, Baycott was in there for North Carolina and. And uh, you know, Manic, and they they definitely gave Kansas troubles, uh, but you kind of felt like Kansas wasn't quite playing their game, and and was that Kansas's doing, or was that you know North Carolina's doing, or a right. little bit of both, Right. Uh, as far as that goes? Uh, endearing uh, images from the first half: uh, Brady Manic uh, getting the elbow to the oh, yeah. face, yeah. Um, and so interesting, Mike. And let's break into this, break this down a little bit. Um, that there literally no one said, "Oh, this should be this should be a flagrant." Um, a flagrant two, or you know, whatever it is, a, a, a flagrant one, flagrant yeah. two. Nobody said that. It's just, oh, that's just a basketball play. Right. And I can I can honestly tell you, I can't think of examples. I know I've seen similar situations, and it, it was not malicious. Okay, folks, it just wasn't. Um, you know. Uh, well, the McCormick, NBA just right? had
1: one with Seth Curry and LeBron. It was very infamous a couple of days ago, where they, he, Seth Curry swung through with his arm and and grazed LeBron's temple sweat, and LeBron flopped and and got the call and got the flagrant. Um, and this was certainly harder than 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 the NBA's oh, one a couple of yeah. days ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely way, you know, way more contact. Way. Uh, so, you know, McCormick comes down on Manic as he's, you know, going for a rebound. He comes down and, you know, Manic is underneath him and his elbow just right into his face. Um, and everybody just, oh, it's just a basketball play. Oh, uh-huh. it's just a basketball play. And all I could think of was uh, I've seen situations with stuff like that where the players get ejected. Sure. I mean, the amount of, you know, and they will say it's some of it is intent, but a lot of it is how much forced contact, you know, hard contact there is. And that's about as hard as you're going to see. Yeah. Um,
1: They were really letting them mix it up all game. I was surprised by all the uh, ball handlers that were using their right forearm to push off. That wasn't getting called. If we're noticing at home, on the tv you know yeah. it's really obvious in the arena so uh there was a lot of that pushing and shoving for rebounds uh incidental contact as you are saying here which wasn't totally
0: incidental uh for brady <laughs> no. manic
1: and uh he certainly bled for a while um yeah oh
0: yeah they had the like the bump on his forehead and then he got hit in the face again later right. um not nearly as bad as that one but um yeah just just very interesting stuff and you know we've talked about the officiating in college basketball all year we've talked about it in the tournament very inconsistent this game i think probably most people would say officiated the way you'd like to see it officiated and like mike was just saying yep. letting them play um you know there i don't i didn't feel necessarily there was a lot of egregious calls that they let go Correct. but the players they allowed them to be physical without calling these ticky tack fouls uh, for the most part um, and ruining the flow. The game had great flow. I thought Um, just really, really nice uh, championship flow anyway. So the first half though, you're wondering what the hell's going on with Kansas at 27 points, North Carolina's got 40. Uh, I don't think anybody would have thought this game was going to be a blowout I know I certainly did not.
1: No, not. And certainly not in this direction. You know, yeah. You, if certainly there was blowout not. Blowout potential it was Kansas playing another perfect game like they did against Villanova two days ago um, and, and putting the same thing on a North Carolina team that was a little bit hungover from their win two days ago. So that, that's really the blowout scenario. And that did not happen,
0: uh, as you yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we go into the second half and Kansas, you know, needed to come out and do some things differently. And what you saw in the second half was what you saw in the second half against Miami, yeah. uh, a little bit against Villanova. It's kind of Kansas's, you know, moniker, if you will, of these, you know, tremendous second halves. And they just came out and I, I think probably, and I didn't listen to any of the, the post-game uh, interviews or anything. Bill Self would probably say, you know, we played Kansas basketball. Right. You exactly know, they, what they, you said. Exactly. <laughs> they you know, they got they got more aggressive. They drove to the basket. Um It all started so, with defense. I,
1: you know, yep, we got back, yep. they got back in transition defense, and once they started doing that, that changed the whole game. The intensity yep. of the game and you know the Kansas started getting turnovers and they just um seemed to kick it up a notch, you know, like like you said, like they did in Miami and Villanova. So uh, yeah, Bill Self said that exactly what you're saying
0: yeah so um, but you know despite all of that north carolina and this is where i you know the second half uh, despite the uh, you know it was 47 29 in favor of kansas in the second half right. uh, despite that th- that's as good a second half of a championship game as i think as you're going to see um, you know i mean maybe you'd like to see Save a little bit the last, better like 12 yeah. yeah yeah besides that Um, you know, North Carolina ends up only shooting 31%, uh, you know, so their, their struggles and particularly from three, five of 23, 21%, uh, when, when you think about some of the big baskets that they've made in the tournament, um, you know, Caleb loves obviously against Duke on Saturday was big. Um, you know, you can go back to some of the games, uh, Brady manic had, you know, that They've had big baskets with three pointers and they really just didn't have them in this game uh, as far as that goes uh they out rebound Kansas by twenty, 20. yeah That's uh, and you know a- and it was damage on this is what kept them in the game is the twenty four offensive rebounds right um, but you know th- again they struggled to make shots uh, and that you know ultimately was their undoing but um really nice and uh so let's let's backtrack a little bit cuz i believe the hubert davis interview was in the first half correct
1: that's
0: right yeah so they go to the sidelines with tracy wolfson and you know they get after the hubert davis whatever, yeah. yeah yeah and they they get hubert davis and what's going on you know tracy wolfson has i don't even doesn't even matter what it was but she had like her question to set up and mm-hmm. hubert davis just just completely just takes over yep. the interview and is just as, as animated and as excited as probably you've seen any coach, you know, at any point during a game, during one of those sideline interviews, they're normally, you know, very mellow and, you know, they might be yelling because it's loud in the arena, but never this emotional level. And Hubert Davis, this is great and we're so excited. And Can I do a dramatic I the guys re- re-
1: uh, reading of, the, of what he said, Dave?
0: Uh, uh, no, let's leave that to you this time. All right. Uh, (laughs) do you remember what he said
1: Davis declare
0: pretty (laughs) pretty
1: fun game isn't it we're competing out there it's live action Tracy it's
0: live live action action. oh that's right oh my (laughs) gosh and they thought it was so funny I mean they got out and either Jim Nance or Grant Hill they were going back I think it was Grant Hill right he was like Jim he's like Jim, it's live action out there. <laughs> oh, it was just hilarious. Um, and you never, never expect that from those interviews. Like, right. you'd love to have coaches do that all the time. It would make it so much more interesting for us watching. But, you know, that's not the whole point, I guess. Anyways,
1: and his point is, this is the national championship game. Of course, we're excited. How can and you? Yes. In that arena with all those fans screaming, and you—I mean—you're just gonna be excited. So. Yep, um, no doubt how I ridiculous think, that observation was i guess to him and his team
0: yeah yeah well and i if i had to guess some that some of the reason he said that was because people were saying the saturday game was so much bigger because it was against duke oh of you course. know and so you get to this that point was the national you, oh, no. title and yeah was, we're very excited yeah. to be playing in this game right. uh They'd Do you think if it was a mid-major
1: or somebody like that, like you know St. Peter's, you know, busted through two more games and was playing, uh, and not a blue blood like Kansas, they would have looked at it a little differently?
0: I, I mean, I, it's hard. I would think there's there's no doubt that they would hmm. uh, to a certain degree, but I think you know the way you see Hubert Davis in all these interviews. Um, I think he still would have kept the intensity up. It certainly probably would have felt differently uh with a Saint Peter's there, no doubt uh because honestly yeah. the focus would would have been all on saint Peter's uh even though North Carolina would have just beaten duke um it's still it would have been a whole different a whole different ball game I think um no, but we digress no. we digress a little bit um so yeah, you know. Great game, great second half. You know, I was telling my boys this morning that, you know, probably the last five minutes or so or last four minutes, every basket, the the lead changed. I, you know, it was at that one point uh, lead every time. So every basket or foul shot changed it. I mean, it right. was really, really compelling stuff uh, right. down the stretch. Um, you just feel bad uh, for Baycott, who, honestly, I thought, the reason he got hurt was just because of some, the bad um, offense on that possession, because he ended up with the ball out by the three point line with like 10 seconds, you know, left to go on the shot clock. And he's got to make a play. There's no more. So, which is not, you know, no, it is not his game at all. And, you know, he drives in and, you know, you know, stops and pivots and goes to the other way and just his ankle just just gives out. And he, you know, and he loses the ball and you feel terrible because the, the guy played his freaking heart out. I mean, you yeah. know, the, I think it was what second most rebounds all time in an NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, just, just, no, tremendous. just had a great tournament,
1: great tournament,
0: you know, sure. a double, double, he, the first guy to have a double, double in all six tournament games um, is, you know, tremendous. And it wasn't just like little, I mean, he was averaging, no, you know, 16 rebounds a game, including the 21 he had against Duke, and he had another 15 or 16 in this game. Um, it just feel bad for him. So he loses the ball, and what great effort, uh, oh, yeah. and Mike and I. They were surprised uh, that Kansas didn't go down and attack the basket. They got to half court, and Baycott got up and hopped on his left leg across the half court line, and then the officials stopped play. Um, Tremendous. He was, yeah.
1: Just that's what collegiate sport should be about.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you feel bad. That's, I think, like 35 seconds left to go. I have the breakdown um, right
1: to your Dave, if you don't mind. Yeah. I can get absolutely.
0: Right yes. Go so for it. So that actually
1: it. happened with 49 seconds left to go. 49. Uh, okay. And then Kansas, uh, comes back out of the timeout and they run a great pin play download to McCormick and he hits this little, oh. uh, hook shot that, um, He was just a man amongst boys down there, especially with Baycott out. Uh, Putting Kansas up 72-69. And then probably the worst um, series of plays for North Carolina all season happened in these next few seconds, Dave. Uh, They come down, waste 10 seconds. The Caleb Love puts up a three. Now they're down three with 22 seconds left. Don't necessarily need a three-pointer, in my opinion. No, Um, no, they did not. Uh, could have driven to the basket, hoped to get fouled and, and play the foul shot game. But anyway, Love puts up a three, misses, rebound. They kick it out to somebody named Puff the Magic Johnson. Puff Johnson. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, uh, Puff. Who came in for Baycott. Uh, he misses a three. Looks like the first one he's taken since junior high. Uh, although but, he did
0: make one in this game
1: i guess that, but uh it was but ugly. still I,
0: I i'm with you it's he's not the guy you want to be putting that up there at the end of the game
1: no so brady man it gets the rebound then he makes a quick pass and then in my instinct was oh that this is going to be a good play nope wrong it goes right out of bounds to the kansas
0: bench and
1: uh four seconds left 72 69 kansas has the ball ball game right
0: but not so fast. Uh, you, would, you would think so. <laughs> not so fast, my friend. Yes.
1: Uh, Candace inbounds the ball, and the inbounds pass is caught, and uh, Harris steps out of bounds along uh, the uh, end line. How they caught it, I don't. I still don't know, seeing several camera angles. If he was truly on the line, it kind of, what do you think? Was he on the line,
0: Dave? I, I, I thought he call? well. So it's interesting. The, the first one, I think, was really close he did take two more steps and then that, you know, third step, if you will, he was definitely out. Yeah. That Um, one was easy, but but the first two. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was really, really close. The the whistle was blown. So, you know, they had to, they had to go. And so they go and look at it and sure enough,
1: quick enough, they
0: say he's, they say he stepped out. And so now Mike, we got four seconds left. Yeah. What the heck happened at the end of the game?
1: Uh, they get the ball in the Kelb love again, and he puts up a three and it wasn't even in the same zip code. Uh, I don't know if he was hurt, nervous, uh, tired, stressed out, any or all of that. But, uh, this shot for someone who shoots three pointers uh, regularly at a decent clip, this was a bad, bad shot. Ball falls to the floor. Bill Self, uh, throws his arms up in joy. Dave and I turn our TVs off and go to sleep and watch the rest of the morning.
0: (laughs) Um, At like 1140 at night. Right. For us, it might as well be like 4 a.m. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: 72-69, Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawk, another championship, uh, and really elevating Bill's self to a different echelon of coach um, with multiple championships now, Dave.
0: Yeah, you know, it's surprising. They said, you know, he was in his 19th year at Kansas, and I'm like, holy cow, I did not think he was there all that time, and so kudos to Kansas. I want to go back to this.
1: Roy Williams was back there. Grant Hill made that point on the broadcast. It's like the Roy Williams um,
0: ball. Tree, if you will. But you, you,
1: you forget Roy Williams was there before. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, that's fine, and they showed Roy Williams multiple times in the crowd, you know. Um, of course they did, Uh, but I want to go back to this last play. And again, I didn't watch any of the post game stuff. I thought there was a really big, uh, mishap that happened on this play. Um, that, I mean, I understand in the moment as Kansas is celebrating, they're not going to break this down, but, uh, I think they were trying to run a play for Brady manic. And if you watch the replay of this, he moves and trips and falls down he is going away from the ball down the baseline. He falls basically under the basket, yep. um, gets up, and by the time he does that, the ball is into Caleb Love, and he's shooting it. And I think it was Great definitely point. designed for him because they showed Brady Manic multiple times right after that, and he just was, looked completely beside in himself. Control, now, of yeah. course, right, and of course, you know, they did just lose the national championship game. You know, he transfers in. Uh, as a grad student from Oklahoma, and plays great for North Carolina. So all of that stuff aside, though, I think that play was going to be drawn up for him, and and him falling down just, yep. you know, you hate to see stuff like that. Fell down um, and then couldn't
1: get up right away either. Right, and then couldn't get up. Dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no yeah.
0: <laughs> a double dip. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, that's that's fine. I wasn't the one on the court <laughs> doing that. So, um, but I thought that was really interesting no, there. That's a great point, um, Dave. And I literally found a piece of paper and wrote that down right after I saw it because I said, I want to make sure to bring that up. Um, But regardless, yes. So, yes, Kansas uh, finishes, you know, the number one as a number one seed, 34 and six. Uh, Like Mike said, you know, Bill Self now in the um, fairly elite company, quite honestly, of college basketball coaches, you know, with multiple titles. Um, And so, yeah, you know, great job for Kansas. Uh, they won and I, for North Carolina, I, I, know you lose in the national championship game, but I, you have to, you have to think this season was a tremendous success. Absolutely. Um, you know, nice blend, um, of, of, you know, younger players and some veterans and, you know, you have a new coach, even though he is an alum, uh, to get, you know, 29 and 10 and get all the way to the national championship game, I think, is a great success for North Carolina. Uh, I'm sure there's North Carolina fans that would disagree, though.
1: I don't know. I find it hard to believe when you add on top of that the uh, death, burial and non-resurrection of Coach K, uh, as we are in the Easter holiday season here. Um, ah, <laughs> Very good. Yeah, they, uh, you know, they gave him the double tap. They got him at his last uh home game as a duke head coach and they got him in the first t- and only time these teams have met in the final four uh and his last game ever as the duke head coach so uh, they have that over him i mean what does john shire have to do to erase this out of the duke uh north carolina record books two three championships in the next yeah 10 I- years I mean, I, I, it's honestly,
0: I, w- I would say I don't think there's anything John Shire can do to erase this out of the record books. Quite honestly, that's why they're the record books. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, it, he's going to have to have some really good performances against North Carolina hmm. and not just in the regular season. He's going to have to do well against them when they play, and they will play uh, in the ACC tournament. Uh, and, oh, yeah, oh, I mean, the, games, yeah. yeah, and, you know, look, the expectation is going to be, that you know, John Shire, who played for Coach K uh, and coached with him, that the expectation is going to be that Duke stays as Duke, uh, as unrealistic as that may be. Uh, for that, um, that's going to be the expectation that John Shire is going to have to live up to. Um, yeah. And you know, uh, we will just see. Uh, you know, th- they still have a lot of great players on there um, on their roster, and you know, some people are going to leave. You know, and you know, oh, I'm sure they here. have a
1: great recruiting class, and you know all of that. Yeah, it's, it, it's a non-issue um, to restock there for a while, anyway. I I would think you know because they do turn out pros. So as long as Shire keeps turning out pros, then the Duke program will keep recruiting. That's just the way yep. it is. But anyway, yep, buddy, No doubt. Uh, just a couple of quick gambling things, if you unless you have something else. Oh know, know, no, no, go to. go for it. Just uh, the spread closed at four uh, uh, Kansas by four and a half, so North Carolina does cover the spread with, uh, with a three-point uh, loss, seventy-two sixty-nine, uh, which Very is nice. under the total under the total of one fifty-one and a half. You had sixty-seven uh, percent of the public bet the under, so Vegas kind of took a bath there on the uh, under total. Yeah, one fifty-one yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah.
0: Boy, that that is interesting. Yeah, they they definitely took a bath there. Um,
1: Yeah, not even in the 50th percentile, 67 percent. That's two thirds, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah, I went to high school many, many moons ago, but I think that math still holds up today.
0: Uh yes, That's yes two-thirds. it does. Very good.
1: Yes. Yep. So Dave, speaking of two thirds, let's uh let's get out of here and get <laughs> people back to listening to our other um podcasts this week. We the major league baseball starting. Check out um our preview podcast. We're gonna have uh three of them, Dave. Four of them? Yep,
0: one's already out there. The yep. Central Division one uh went out yesterday. Uh today we'll get out the uh, kind of the National League flavor, right? We got the National, National League East. Mostly National League East. And American we talked League. a little bit, yeah, a little bit about the American League. Two and then, guests at the uh, same
1: time, the four man weave going on
0: there. Yes, we did. Yeah, definitely the four man weave. Uh, you can tell us how you thought that went. And did we get the ball into the basket or into the glove, considering we are talking about <laughs> baseball? <laughs> that's um, as far as that goes. And then, of course, Uh, Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, we'll get out our Yankees podcast uh, just before the regular season begins for the New York Yankees uh, against the Boston Red Sox. Puke emojis everywhere uh, as far as that goes and the noise because Mike just did that. Um, But, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up, you know, and then we'll get into, you know, regular baseball coverage. The NBA playoffs are going to be starting and uh two weeks so we'll we'll get into that and of course you know nfl draft will be coming up and you know all of the other no great rest stuff for us buddy you know,
1: And we, no we wouldn't rest, have it
0: any other way no no rest for the weary here at think tank sports where we think and you listen we are super excited uh to have our tens of fans with us uh please continue to listen uh reach out on the socials let us know how we're doing uh we'd love to hear from you as always And here we are at Think Tank Sports, where we strive for five.